It's the show the establishment warned you about. That's right. It's the Dr. Tommy Show. We're back again. It's uh, Friday. It is hot, hot, hot in the free state of Florida. It's damn hot, as they said in Good Morning Vietnam. Uh, the heat index must be 112 today, if you can believe that. This is a... Uh, uh, this is more proof that the Democrats are right, that we need to enact sweeping legislation to uh, increase the prices of fossil fuels so that we all drive electric uh, cars and bicycles in order to save us from this uh, heat catastrophe that's happening. We're going to melt off the face of the earth. Uh, there's a problem here we have. We have a president who is a, 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 f- a, f- a fake president. Why do I say that? Well... Notwithstanding the election, which in and of itself is, seems questionable, this is a man who uh, is not able to even do the most basic things that's required of a president, such as hold a meeting. This is from the right scoop. <clears throat> Breaking, Biden mistakenly reveals instructions given to him, and it reads as if he's a complete idiot. Joe Biden was in a meeting today and held up a note with instructions on it while he was talking. The media caught a close-up of the note, and it's the most bizarre thing you've ever seen. Not only is the leader of the free world told who he's talking to, he's literally told to enter the room and sit down as if he's a complete idiot. And so here's a picture of it. And if you can see it there. But basically it says that, uh, it says, here's an instruction say, you in bold, they should have a picture of him. You and then a picture of Joe Biden. So he knows it's you. You're talking to you. Okay. You in bold, enter the Roosevelt room and say hello to participants. You again in bold, take your seat in bold. Your, yours in bold seat. Press enters. You in bold, give brief comments. Two minutes. I'm surprised that, well, that's on a different card. Uh, press departs. You bold, ask Liz Schuler, president AFL-CIO, a question. Note. Liz is joining virtually. This is so he doesn't look around and and, and start talking to some random waiter uh, and say, hey, Liz, uh, I have a question for you. And they're like, Shh, she's, she's on the computer. You, bold. Thanks, participants. Quote, you depart. So this is uh, <laughs> this is really un- unreal. And they say here, is, is Biden also told to get out of bed and put his shirt and pants on every morning, too? I Here, listen. Not to make fun of people who have lost their mind. God knows we're all going to be there one day, potentially. But Lord have mercy, this guy is supposed to be the President of the United States, and they have to tell him when he goes into a room to take his own seat. And this is like six six bullet points for a, a, a very short presentation. I honestly ask you, do you think that Joe Biden goes to the bathroom by himself? Honestly, does Joe Biden wipe his, his own his, his self after he goes to the bathroom or is there someone doing this? Because I cannot believe if this is true, if this is not photoshopped, that this is what we've come to. Yeah, it's 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 dangerous enough that he's the president. But what's more dangerous is that he's not the president. What does that mean? So he's the president of the name, right? Like we've been saying before, who is running the show? Who is actually behind the scenes? And this is from uh, American Greatness. This is, don't laugh at the man who falls off a bicycle. Joe Biden didn't do that. Lindsey Graham did. It's true that this is from uh, Dan uh, Gellerner. I'm sorry. Gellerner. It's true that we could all use a little bit of humor in times of crisis, but news of Joe Biden falling off his bicycle isn't funny. 
And this crisis is too serious. When you laugh at Biden, you grant him undeserved importance as though he was the president of the United States. And it goes on and says, look at Joe, funny Joe Biden falling off his bicycle, losing his way back to the podium, losing his way in the middle of a sentence. The people who have stolen the office of president want you to look at him and they want you to blame him. They want you to pretend that the utter destruction of America, of our economy, our property, our peace, our freedom, our ability to defend ourselves from madmen and from the government is just an accident result, accidental result wrought by a comedy clown president who's lost his mind. In reality, this is a deliberate plan by people who know exactly what they're doing and who are achieving exactly what they want. And that's exactly right. The people who are running Joe Biden are the ones who are benefiting from this, the shadow presidents, the people who are actually pulling the strings. And it is dangerous for us because these are unaccountable people. The, the reason that you have elected uh, people in office and the reason that the administrative state, which is the fourth branch of government after the legislative, judicial and uh, uh executive branches are are dangerous is because those people are not accountable the the administrative state the fu- the fu- the bureauc- the bureaucracy the uh, department of energy that tells you uh that you uh, can't build a refinery the department of Edu- department of education who who tells you that you must teach uh common core math and then also tr- teach a uh, critical race theory and teach about transgenderism in school uh the department of uh Department of um, Defense, who is uh, uh, more concerned about pushing woke ideology than actually uh, defending the United States properly and getting us out of Afghanistan properly. These are the administrative state, and they are the unaccountable ones because they are only appointed and not held to um, held to voter. um, they, they, They cannot be voted out. And so when you have an administrator, I'm sorry, an executive who is Joe Biden, who is nominally the president, but in actuality is not the president, then the real presidents, the real pullers of strings behind the scenes are the ones who are getting away with all kinds of uh, bad decisions without having to have any consequences wrought down on them. Because at the end of the day, when Joe Biden's out of office, God willing, in 2024, through, uh, through election, when he's out of office, uh, there will be no accountability for what's happened because people will say, well, that was Joe Biden. Joe Biden did that. Just like the sticker says, uh, I did that. He didn't do that. He, he, he was there. He was in the room potentially, and he was definitely the, the, the face of it. But Joe Biden did not do that. Joe Biden is not in charge of anything as we cannot clearly see. Um, this is not the first time that he's exhibited this type of uh, 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 inability to do most basic things. A uh, few years or last year, he was on camera and there was a piece of food on his face and they had to uh, go up to him and say, uh, Mr. President, they gave him a card and said, Mr. President, there's something on your face. And then he does the most bizarre thing. The, he, he, he says, OK, he reads the card. He puts it down he, thoughtfully for five seconds or so. Then he reaches down and grabs the crumb of food off his face, looks at it. This is on camera, puts it in his mouth. That is not a good sign. That is. And if we had any type of press at all in this country, they would be calling this out and they would be calling it out exactly for what it is. This is a man who is uh, not fit. This is a man who has been put up to this by powerful people who are using him using him to achieve their desires. And because he is 
uh, not able to stand up for himself because he is not able to elucidate anything beyond uh, very minimally uh, formed sentences. Uh, because of that, he is able to uh, take all of the wrath of all the bad decisions that they do, and and there is no accountability to uh, from the from the voters for the people who are doing this because we don't know who it is. We can guess who it is, but we have no proof. We have no ability to recall those people. We have no ability to vote those people out of office. We have no ability to call those people into account. If the press was worth a damn, they'd be asking the same questions we're asking: Who was running the country? If the press was worth a damn, they would be saying that this man is cognitively impaired and should not be president. If the press was worth a damn, they would be saying that this is uh, this is dangerous for our country because it's making us look weak, because it's making us look rudderless, because the foreign leaders can see just as well as anybody watching TV that when Joe Biden's is reading off a card that he has to be told when to sit down and sit in your own seat that this guy has lost his mind. And uh, these 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 uh, enemies of ours, these competitors, these other states, they are not they're they're not uh, they're not just going to sit back and let this uh, just pass and say, well, let's let's give them a pass. They they elected a guy who's lost his mind. They don't have their ducks in a row. Let's just uh, let's just wait. We'll get another president there. Maybe somebody who who knows what's going on. Maybe there's a, a true uh, a true government. Uh, going on and then we'll 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 wait we'll 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 try to make a move but right now we're not going to move uh china's not going to move on taiwan uh russia's not going to continue to do what they're doing and all these other things behind the scenes are not going to continue to happen to exploit the united states because they do not have they do not have a commander-in-chief they have a a committee of of various actors who we know know nothing about and we don't know who to hold accountable uh, this is from uh, this is yesterday that SCOTUS uh, ruling on the New York concealed carry um, law that said that you cannot restrict someone from carrying a gun based on what you think uh, if, if they should need one or not. So basically the the gun law was in, in New York was, OK, you can have a you can have a gun. And this was from 1911. You can have a gun, but uh, you need to show us why you need it. And this is what it says. This is um, from American Greatness. Deeply disappointed, Joe Biden says, SCOTUS gun ruling contradicts both common sense and constitution. Now, they said Joe Biden said this. Clearly, he did not. Okay, so attributed to the office of president, who is Joe Biden, uh, it says this. Since 1911, the state of New York has required individuals who would like to carry a concealed weapon in public to show a need to do so for the purpose of self-defense and acquire a license. More than a century later, the United States Supreme Court has chosen to strike down the New York's long-established authority to protect its citizens. This ruling contradicts both common sense and the Constitution and deeply troubles all. Okay, so answer me this. How does this uh, ruling contradict common sense? Um, common sense to me tells me that the government shouldn't be able to tell you when or when you should not have to carry a gun when there is explicitly a Second Amendment that says you have the right to bear arms. And says it contradicts the Constitution. I don't know how it contradict, contradicts the Constitution unless he's pointing to something else later down the line because the Second Amendment actually says exactly what it says. You have the right to bear arms. It says, the statement continues, In the wake of the horrific attacks in Buffalo and Uvalde, as well as the daily acts of gun violence that do not make national headlines, we must do more as a society, not less, to protect our fellow citizens. I remain committed to doing everything in my power to reduce gun violence and make our communities safer. 
I have already taken more executive actions to reduce gun violence than any other president during the first year in office, and I will continue to do all I can do to protect Americans from gun violence. So we're having this conflation of gun violence, gun violence, violence in general, criminality, acts of evil. We're having this conflation of that with carrying a concealed weapon legally. That's what the ruling said. The the ruling says that people are able to carry a concealed weapon in New York legally by uh, applying for one, and they cannot be denied by the state when the state says the reason that you give us for carrying the concealed weapon isn't good enough. So in New York, previous to this, you had to show that you had a legitimate reason. So, for instance, if you are a a taxi cab driver in New York City and you work in a dangerous environment and you're, you're around cash and you go into dangerous neighborhoods, potentially, you cannot carry a gun, potentially, because you don't have enough need for it. Okay, let's backtrack. You're Robert De Niro. Okay, you're a high profile actor. You never go to the bad parts of neighbor bad parts of new york city you're always around armed guards but if you applied for a gun permit i wonder if you would be able to get one based on your needs my guess would be yes and so what this is this ruling is is a way to take away this uh, uh this benefit that the the people who are uh in power or the people who are connected to power have that little people don't have. This is a democratization of, of gun ownership in New York city or not even gun ownership gun, uh, carrying in New York city. Um, so, so I, I don't know how they feel like this is going to make things more dangerous as a society, as you've seen, or as, as you may have seen in, in, in many studies by John Locke, by, uh, John Locke, um, predominantly, there shows that whenever there's more guns, concealed guns or open carry guns, legally, there is less crime. And it goes that an armed society is a polite society. People are less likely to do acts of harm on people who they think may be able to harm them back. If you're in a um, walking down a street in New York City and you know that person is not armed, most likely, what is to stop you from mugging them if you want to mug them? Now, back up. Say you're walking down the streets of Lutz and you approach a person. You may try to mug them, but they may very well shoot you too. And even more so if you're walking down the street in Arizona and you see a person carrying a gun openly because it's legal there, it's unlikely you're going to try to mug them. And so this idea that having concealed carry is now... Uh, having concealed carry expanded is now going to cause more gun violence does not make sense. But of course, the people who are reacting to this, most, most of them are reacting emotionally. And, 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 and for that, we'll transition to Breitbart, who says Hollywood celebrities freak out after SCOTUS delivers Second Amendment victory. Quote, truly disgraceful ruling. This is from David Egg. Uh, this is a uh, Hollywood celebrities are freaking out over Supreme Court's 6-3 decision on New York's proper cause requirement for concealed carry permits, ruling the state is uh, ruling that the state's law is unconstitutional. And so here we go. So as like I said, if 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 expanding concealed carry to common individual to uh, regular people, uh, removing the onerous requirements that, that you prove to the state why you should be able to carry a gun, uh, this obviously. Why does this not make sense? Because you're a celebrity and you are. Stars include Julianne Moore, okay? Barbara Streisand, Bette Midler, Whoopi Goldberg, George Takai, and Albert Brooks erupted in fury at the High Court's uh, at the High Court following Thursday's announcement. It says 
SCOTUS has put the desires of gun extremists over the safety of our children, Julianne Moore said on Instagram. Uh, so Julianne Moore apparently thinks that concealed carry permit holders go around murdering children. Okay, next. The ruling represents a, quote, middle finger to New York, Whippy Goldberg said on ABC's The View. Truly a disgraceful ruling, Barbara Streisand tweeted. So the ruling does not represent a middle finger to New York, Whoopi. The ruling does, however, rep represent a kind of a middle finger to New York government law that restricted the rights of citizens. Truly disgraceful ruling, Barbara Streisand tweeted. Not a very, uh, not a very uh, deep thought there. Okay. Uh, it says, what else does it say? Mm, Julianne Moore. Uh, we already talked about that. And this is from Bette Midler. Okay. Bette Midler tweeted, shame, shame, shame on the, quote, conservative justices. She also called the high court ridiculous and laughable. Don't tell me this SCOTUS isn't completely partisan. Well, actually, it isn't completely partisan uh, if there was a 6-3 decision. Okay. Shame, shame, shame on the, quote, conservative members of this ridiculous, laughable court. SCOTUS is a joke. All right. And then Barbara Streisand says it's disgraceful. We already heard that. She goes, further, further thoughts, deep thoughts from Barbara Streisand. In a country reeling from gun violence, the GOP extremists on the Supreme Court now overrule the rights of local governments to try and protect citizens. How does telling someone that they can legally carry a concealed carry permit, uh, how does that harm citizens? To me, that's contradictory. It is actually protecting the citizens to say they can defend themselves. Truly a disgraceful ruling while the justices themselves want protections against people with guns. Yeah, and so do you, Barbara. So do you. Do you not have armed guards? Are you one of those important people whose uh, the, the purpose for having a gun is, is, was previously said, okay, uh, was, was upheld by the, the, the state of New York? The state of New York would have said, yes, Barbara, you're allowed to have a gun. Your reasons for needing a gun are righteous. George Takai. Let me get this straight. A state has the right to restrict abortions, but doesn't have the right to restrict firearms. Is this not what we now have in the, quote, United States? Rob Reiner. The Supreme Court has just made death by firearms more convenient. What does that even mean? So if you were going to kill somebody before, you were held back by the concealed carry law, is apparently what it is. And now that the concealed carry law is more open, you're going to concealed carry and, and then be able to kill somebody easier. Albert Brooks. This morning, the Supreme Court ruled 6-3 that Americans can con carry concealed weapons without any rules. Can we just chip in and buy them a television set? So is that what they said? That they can, ca can, carry, can carry concealed weapons without any rules is what they said, apparently. Uh, this is from someone named Padma Laxmi, Laxmi, uh, Top Chef, Bravo's Top Chef. When will enough be enough? How many people need to die? Another deep thought. Uh, NBC's Josh Molina, <clears throat> the West Wing star. This is sickening. We're a broken nation. And then Jeffrey Wright, who was in uh, James Bond. He was the, uh, he was the uh, CIA operative in James Bond during the, uh, the latest iteration of James Bond. Except not outside the home of a Supreme Court justice mm, just two weeks ago. Big no-no. Ain't life funny. So he's equating you carrying a firearm, uh, a concealed carry permit in New York, getting a concealed carry permit in New York without proving your need. He's equating that with uh, trying to assassinate a Supreme Court justice. And then we got to hear the Wendell Pierce from HBO's The Wire, which I have never watched uh, although they say it's supposed to be one of the best ever. For some reason, I just don't feel like watching it. 
open carrying in New York, this will be the Wild West. Well, Wendell, got some news for you, buddy. It's not open carrying in New York. It's concealed carrying. That means it's not open. So that's just an example of, of how people conflate gun guns and, and ability to carry a gun, particularly ability to carry a concealed gun with murder and death and violence and criminality. If these people were just to spend a little bit of time outside of their bubble where they all think alike, if they were just to expose themselves just a tiny bit to other parts of America, other parts of culture, because that's what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to be diverse. Uh, we're supposed to have uh, diverse friends. We're supposed to have diverse thoughts, expose ourselves to things. But that's not what they want. They want to stay cloistered in their own little world, their own little uh, liberal mindset of, of big government control, of elites having special privileges, of the little people being told what to do. And, and let's be honest, they, if you are against concealed carry in New York, you're really against uh, people being able to protect themselves. You're against people being able to protect themselves. This concealed carry law does not permit people to go out and kill children. This concealed carry law, relaxing of the concealed carry law, so to speak, does not uh, mean that more people are going to now go commit murder because they've been waiting. You know, they wanted to kill somebody. They wanted to mug somebody, but they were, but they weren't able to get a concealed carry uh, permit from the New York state of New York. Because when they when they applied for the concealed carry permit, they said, uh, for what purpose do you need this concealed? And he says, I want to kill my neighbor. I want to go. Uh, I want to go murder people. I want to commit violent crime. Uh, that's what they put on there. And now New York State and they got to them and the geniuses at the New York State bureaucracy said, well, this is this is not legitimate. You're not trying to protect yourself. Denied. Now, when they go apply for the new concealed carry permit, knowing that they want to go commit crime because they want to do it legally, right? They want to commit crime, but they want to also be legal. So they're going to get a concealed carry permit. So they go in there and they get the concealed carry permit. And then it's the line where it says, why do you need this weapon has been whited out. And now it's just a, a, a picture of Clarence Thomas smiling, saying, uh, here's your gun. Now, finally, they're going to be able to do what they've been doing, all their nefarious plans. And like Kathy Hochul said, you know, now that the crime is going to be unleashed and she's threatening to pass regulations to make it go back to muskets. I tell you, we need to have more discussion about liberty and rights and have an honest discussion with people who are of the opposite uh, belief as you to understand more, because I think I could talk to these people for a long time and still not understand where they're coming from how a concealed carry permit is going to increase violence. Uh, but I'd be willing to do that if they would be willing to learn from the other side. So anyway, just a little bit of update for you from, uh, from the world that we live in. Uh, if you want to learn more about Dr. Tommy's show, go to drtommy.com slash podcast. And if you want to come in for a consultation and you're in Tampa for some concierge medicine, which is personalized medicine, which is medicine that is outside of the bureaucracy, which is medicine that is uh, more like it used to be. Uh, you know your physician. The physician knows you. And when you call, there's no phone trees. There's no waiting online. There's no not called back. None of that. Text message your doctor, call, and be seen the same day most of the time if necessary. That's what we do here. And if you're interested, come in for a consultation at Shalon Health. But until next time, we'll see you in a week or so. Next week will be a repeat with uh, Walter Williams and maybe a few other people that we've talked to in the past. So have a good weekend. Till next time. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.